Welcome to another episode of Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from inside a considerably more well-lit Campus <laughs> Comics. It's the first time we've done this since the time changed this past week, so it is brighter outside, so it feels a little weird, but uh, we're here to take you through the March previews catalog that, just FYI, let's get that out of the way. You need to have your orders in if there's anything that catches your ear and you want to order it um, I need to have my orders in by March 29th so that's the deadline so you got a couple of weeks to get it to us and uh, to help me go through the catalog tonight we've got Scott Reed yeah Dan Brown all right and uh, that's who we are today so let's just jump right in I guess Dan you said you had something at the yeah front before of the book? we before we even really jump into the catalog part of the previews uh, there's a little section here called scoop which is sort of like you know news and things like that and they are talking about an upcoming auction, which, as we're recording this, is current for a copy of uh, Detective Comics number 27. It's graded at a 5.0. What's special about that book? Uh, that's the first appearance of Batman <laughs> and the most expensive book on my list, probably, that I will never own. I got curious about this, though, because I did notice that, you know, as we're recording this, the auction is still going. And so I checked last night. The current bid is $378,000 for this 10 cent funny book. Oh, <laughs> so, great. What'd you say? 5.0? A, a CGC 5 at a 5.0. Oh. So, kind of my sweet spot for back it, for older back issues and stuff like that. But, right. unfortunately, I will not be bidding on this book. <laughs> Come on, just once. Uh, on the same page here, this is actually page 15 of the catalog. There's also a list here on the side of the page of convention calendar, no. which talks about upcoming conventions around the country you might check out if you're in the area. Mm hmm. Looking for some new conventions to go to this year. They've upset me with that because my convention in Harrisburg used to be listed in there oh, because yeah. they had the website and what's in the catalog, and they're putting only the much larger conventions in the catalog. Ooh. Or if you, I guess, if you pay to get into the catalog, oh, gotcha. so. you got grease them wheels, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> grease them palms. There you go. Something else on the there's a flip side to previews, and one thing that's interesting is they always have the the sales numbers for some of the previous months. So the January 2018 sales numbers the top book was doomsday clock uh, number three but what i thought was interesting is there's not a single marvel book in the top five and there's even an image book before there is a marvel book really? and i've never seen that i mean before. that just speaks to quality scott well you're probably right <laughs> it, it, dc is definitely doing something you know mm -hmm. right whereas marvel is definitely doing some stuff wrong for sure so right and most of my favorite books are marvel books but they're just not top selling books huh. <laughs> is that does it list whether it's units sold and dollars or does it get into that breakdown? well I, you know i didn't see what it was just i think it was just diamond a number sold just a number gotcha. sold so what is it uh the the information is put forth. This page is based on actual sales of products invoiced in January 2018. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's so probably it's just quantity. numbers. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think even there for a while, I think around the time of New 52 when DC was really sort of steadily outselling Marvel, mm-hmm. Marvel still had higher price books mm-hmm. and were bringing in more dollars yep. Right. You know, for the company. So I guess there's always you know different ways of looking at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of mess with those numbers too because Marvel has a habit of like, if you'll order 10 copies of a book, sometimes they'll send you 12. So they'll send you a couple free ones and they get to count those numbers toward their quantity sold. But they can't count it as dollars, dollars sold, so they kind of kind of yeah. pad their numbers a little bit sales wise by sending out free books. I mean, if they're gonna do that, they should just send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> so if any comic company hearing this wants to send me free books to yeah. pad out their numbers, feel there free. <laughs> okay, so got those little tidbits of information out there. So uh, I got first thing I got in Dark Horse is uh, is on page fifty nine. Well, I got something on 55. Oh, well. We've got a a new hardcover collection of Evan Dorkin's Dork book. It was an indie book. I think it might have been through Slave Labor originally back when it started. Uh, This is a collection of his series. It was sort of a catch-all kind of thing for him. There's a little bit of milk and cheese in there. Uh, When I was in high school, I loved this book. You know, there's there's some juvenile humor in it, but it also, there were parts that got very serious. Hmm. There's an issue where he got a lot of calls from people because it reads like he was like suicidally depressed at that point. Oh yeah. Whether or not he was, I'm not sure, but it was definitely a sobering issue when you read it, considered considering how lighthearted the rest of the run was. Normal but it was still a really good book and it was a really good series. Huh. I really read any of that. So fifty nine I just have it here, Mark, just because it's another uh mini series that kind of crosses over with video game people world of tanks and i'm just mentioning it really because my son-in-law is obsessed with this game oh. <laughs> and he spends a lot of time on it so uh, um much to my daughter's chagrin sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what he does for a living he's a tanker in the army so okay. kind of cut him some slack on that but there is a second one it's written by garth ennis who knows how to write a good war story mm-hmm. you know so there is that just something a little different I, I don't have anything in Dark Horse this yeah, time. I think that's so. it for me. That's it for you. Go yeah. ahead and jump into DC. Just one other thing to mention, there's another Witchfinder series, series starting in there for you, Magnola readers, you know, another facet of his universe that is created. So there's another mini-series of that starting. So now DC. Yeah, so page 83, we got DC Nation Zero. So we've got a 25-cent DC comic with, what, three new stories? So Mm -hmm. coming out the week of free comic Comic book book day. day. Not the Saturday, the Wednesday before, and it is a quarter. Mm -hmm. 25 cents, so it's probably probably worth it. And it's got Tom King, Tom King written story. Mm -hmm. And we've got some interior art by Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, which is rare anymore. You you talked about this issue last time on the podcast. Yeah, I think they just kind of announced this last time we recorded. Um, there are some variant covers too, which have got some pretty serious quantities <laughs> yeah. behind them. I, won't, I don't think so I'll be how getting many, any of them. <laughs> we'll be getting all those in. Is yeah, is we, we are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of this was what really should be their free comic book day offering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why they're doing this, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. But you know, it sounds like it's probably important to some upcoming DC stuff. So you want to stay in the know. Yeah, um, sounds like maybe wanna, intro to some of their upcoming yeah. stuff. Yeah. So definitely a jumping on point to check out. Um, after that, on pages 84 and 85, we have the Action Comics Special Number 1 and Superman Special Number 1. This is, so this is probably going to make up for those months without an issue of Action Comics, yeah, so they're going to give us one shot. Yeah, it'll be part of that, and I think it's kind of wrapping up some of the storylines, too, before the Bendis reboot comes. Because I know this is dealing with some of the uh, storylines that have been running recently in there. So they're putting a button on those and then going to do that seven-issue 
Man of Steel yeah. thing and then go into action with that 1001 and Superman number yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Page 80, 86, 87, you got a Justice League, a No Justice miniseries. Looks like it's going to be weekly. Mm-hmm. And I guess Brainiac's going to be the big baddie in uh, this series. So. Yeah, and this is the first of a weekly series that we have in this catalog this month. Looks like that's a trend right now with this you know five-week uh, month we've got coming up in May. Oh, yeah, because there's one IDW, so, too. Yeah. Right? yeah, so there's we'll a few of those. Later. So yeah. and I'm interested in most of those, so I'm probably buying a lot of books this month. Uh, <laughs> is this is this probably leading up to or kind of an interim thing? Because aren't like a lot of DC titles kind of sh- getting shaken up? Like aren't they canceling yeah, Justice League? Justice yeah, League this is specifically for Justice League. This yeah. will lead into Scott Snyder's relaunch Justice League number one. Right. Uh, I heard a rumor about them restarting Justice League of America. Also, I'm not sure okay. how definitive that is. I can't right. remember the details right now. Or talking i heard they were going to roll it up into one book i think Justice that was the League. i think that was the original okay. thing i heard but then i heard like they might be restarting that too same if they can with, if they can make money on it yeah they'll oh, yeah. Sure. two books for sure so same thing with i heard the same thing about teen titans and titans yeah. that was going to get rolled up into one right so who knows though i'm sure all right uh, page 9091 uh after missing a month, we've got Doomsday Clock issue number five listed. Number four is still not out yet, so hopefully right. that'll be out pretty soon. Just just read number three, so issue number three. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'm still enjoying this story, and of course it's talking about the comedian coming back. Spoiler, right? Um, <laughs> just, yeah. Oops. But it pictures the Joker on the cover. So, so yeah, I really which, like yeah. that. Yeah, I really like that Gary Frank Joker cover. Yeah, on that. that's really nice. Yeah. I'm liking all the covers they've been doing mm-hmm. for the most part. Have you been buying the DC covers or the Watchmen covers? I've been getting both. Been getting I'm both. I'm a sucker. Okay. Making my money. You are the target demographic. Yeah, I guess so. I, I started. I started. I made a mistake. I started just getting the Watchmen covers, and now I'm wishing I would have been. I wish I would have been a sucker too and was buying right. both of them. So, well, if you're going to be a sucker too, be sure to buy your copies at Campus Comics. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got the Harley Quinn Harley Loves Joker issues one through two, uh, written by Paul Dini, the creator of Harley Quinn. Uh, I believe this is wrapping up the uh, backup stories he was writing in the Harley Quinn ongoing book. Uh, it'll probably be kind of a fun book to check out. And again, if you're a Harley Quinn completist, make sure you pick these up because this is the kind of thing that slips through the cracks uh-huh. in a couple years. It's $200. Right. And you're like, yeah. where did that go? And meanwhile, Dan tweets that he picked it up for a <laughs> price of $3. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, all right, after that, we've got the latest entry in the New Age of DC Heroes, the New Challengers, number one, written by Scott Snyder, which really kind of got my attention for this book because I have been picking up some of these, but I wasn't sure about this one. Mm-hmm. Have any of these vertical fold-out covers shipped yet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, had, I just hadn't seen any of them yet, so how yeah. unwieldy are they? Uh, it's, a, it's a pain. It's a yeah. pain. So that's why I, I thought it's it would about be. expect. Yeah, when I sit down to read it, I'm like, okay, what's this look like? <laughs> Okay, let's fold this back up now and never do this never, again. Never, ever touch it uh, The backsides of them do seem to be forming a larger image of, like, all the characters, it looks like. So I assume once you get all those, you can put them together make a big, pretty picture. Mm-hmm. But, again, really gimmicky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, bad gimmicky. It's uh, The books have been all right, but they really feel like this is a DC oh, version yeah. of Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. It seems like we have a Hulk analog, Spider-Man People have been saying Terrifics reminds them of Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four since it was announced. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Brimstone's Ghost Rider. Something, Something I would, yeah, I would, I would imagine. Say, uh, Silencer, even though it is a black woman, it does feel kind of like a Punisher, Punisher. kind of uh-huh. book. Um, Sideways is clearly a Spider-Man book. Oh, yeah. I'm Definitely. not sure where Immortal Men would fall into that. Maybe know. X-Men. Maybe. But not sure. You know, hasn't really shipped yet, so... 
can't say for sure till it comes out, but mm-hmm. they do really feel like Marvel analogs. Okay, what's next here? I don't have anything well, until 133, so... Well, on... I got the 107. Yeah. Is that where you're at yeah. too, Dan? Yeah, that's the Batman the Dark Prince Charming. It's the second book of that. You know, the first one came out probably about, what, three, four months ago? Yeah, I think it was right, right, like right before Christmas, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Around I think there. that's right. But yeah, written by uh, Enrico Mar- Marini, art and cover by same. And it's just kind of a, I guess, his original take on the whole Batman thing. This has a kind of a bizarre looking Joker thing going on. But a lot of people have been asking with this second book's coming out. And it looks like it's got a shelf date of June 20th. So Wow, it's a pretty, what, six months then between issues? If yeah. you said it was before yeah. Christmas. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just two hard covers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they were they were upfront about that, too. Yeah. It wasn't going to okay. be like a monthly thing. It hasn't been canceled and solicited. Well, that that won't be the longest delay that we talk about in this kind <laughs> no. of thing either. So. <laughs> True. Uh, right after that, on the next page, we've got Batman White Knight number eight. Uh, that'll be the last issue, I believe. Of that, yeah. I believe you. I think And right, uh, yeah. that's been a really good book. Um, I assume the trade is probably going to follow this pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been picking this up, really check it out. Uh, it's been a really good, solid story of Sean Murphy. Just sort of a fun, out-of-continuity Batman book. Just a really good concept there. So I'm, I'm good to 133, so... Okay. I'm on 118, and we were just talking about the Justice League No Justice series. It looks like there's going to be issues and other titles, you know. Well, that just that's a five-weekly thing, right? So it looks yeah. like there's one tie-in in this. It looks like the uh, Green Arrow Annual, number two, is going to be part of that story arc. So if you want to read that, you may want to actually pick up a issue of the Green Arrow, the annual, because it's part of that story, apparently. Are there five issues of the No Justice series? I th- they only solicit four. There's only four issues in uh, the title. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it's there, four or four. Where there wasn't on page. a zero issue or anything uh, weird? Not I that know. I had. No. I okay. Five. One, two. Yeah. So, I think it's just four issues. That, that's, oh, I have, yeah, it is four issues. I was looking oh, okay. back because I'd written down four. I thought, well, maybe I misread that. No, nope. so. I okay. guess I was, you know, I was It is a, another DC, I guess. weekly series in May, though, for you to pick up. <laughs> All right. I'm 133, so. <laughs> All right, let's see where I'm at. Well, I'll go ahead and go 133 while we're getting caught up here. But, yeah, uh, just, some, just some more trades. Uh, I always like to talk about the trades. So we got a Batman Rebirth trade, deluxe edition hardcover. So if you want to get, uh, what, about 16 issues, 17 issues, all in, in one uh, one not-so-easy-to-hold book volume, <laughs> then uh, there's that. And then on page 135, we've got the next uh, Deathstroke. Now, this i got a question about this one, because this is Deathstroke Rebirth. It says by Tony S. Daniel, but I thought Christopher Priest was writing the Rebirth uh, Deathstroke stuff Deathstroke from the beginning. I, no. No. Not, okay. no. No, that's going on now. Uh, th- so I that think, confused I think, me a little bit. I think bit. when it launched, it was Tony Daniel. Okay, I thought he was. I thought that, I thought Christopher Priest was in it from the get go. No, so. yeah. Okay. See here, it lists Deathstroke one through twenty, Annual one and two, and a story from a sneak peek. So he, this would have been the okay. beginning of oh. the run. Okay, and then I, I would assume Priest took over after that. Took over after round twenty one, then. So okay. uh, back on one thirty four, we've got some new uh, Batman collections coming out. There's uh, Batman, a lot of Little Gotham, which I believe was a digital series that they did then as a monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like collects all of that. By uh, Dustin Nguyen. Nguyen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really good Batman artist who's a lot, done a lot of different things. This is just sort of a real cartoony, almost little kid version of uh, Batman and his characters. Uh, underneath that, we have the Batman, the Arkham Saga Omnibus, which seems to collect all the titles that they've done that tie into the Batman Arkham games. 
what stands out for me on this one is it looks like it includes the Arkham Asylum Road to Arkham, which I believe was an exclusive comic that when you bought the game off Amazon, that is super hard to find now and is pricey when you do. Huh. I'm not even sure if it's available digitally. Wow. So this is still a $150 hardcover, but that is probably a cheaper way of getting that book. <laughs> and, of course, after that, we have the Batman by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale omnibus. And this does collect their you know Long Halloween and Dark Victory series, but also the Legends of the Dark Knight specials that they did leading up to that and the uh, Catwoman women... Catwoman went in Rome storyline. The only thing I just wondered about the omission of Haunted Night with that, you know, that was a third book by Loeb and Sale, you know, Batman 7. It just surprised me that it wasn't in there. Was Haunted Night them or was that a Kelly Jones one? Uh, or was that Haunted Gotham? Man, there's too thought, much. Yeah. There's too much ghost stuff. I'm pretty stuff. sure Haunted Night was. Uh, that. Because mm, they have allegedly Dark Knight Halloween special. Okay. I wonder if that was that, maybe. I don't know. We'd yeah. have, have to was, look there and There were see. three trades in that yeah. and the Catwoman thing that were part of that arc, as far as Yeah. I so it just surprised me that wasn't in there, unless I'm totally off base yeah. there. Um, after that, underneath the uh, Deathstroke and Bombshells trade, we have Else, Elseworlds Batman Volume 3. Uh, it's, you know, a collection of different Batman Elseworlds from, like, the 90s and turn of the century. Uh, what stands out here for me is they have the Brotherhood of the Bat and Night Gallery specials, which were uh, when um, Batman, when Bruce Wayne came back from being Batman in the 90s after John Paul Valley took over. Uh, a bunch of the artists working for DC at the time did new cons- costume concept designs. The Night Gallery is a collection of all these drawings that all the regular Batman artists at the time did for their Batman costumes. Some of them look pretty crazy. There's some interesting designs in there. Brotherhood of the Bat is an Elseworlds story in which it is sort of a league of Batman and all of the different Batman have these different costumes. So it's not, and again, it's not a great story. It's worth reading. It's kind of fun. But, you know, you see all these different crazy costume designs they did. Page uh, 136, got the sixth volume of uh, Flash for Rebirth. Flash has been a solid title through Rebirth. I usually makes it to the top of my to-read pile. Are fairly close to it each each time and I get a new trade-in on that. Page 138, got another uh, Justice League, Volume 6. I think this would be the first uh, Christopher Reeve storyline for Justice League, so that trade is being solicited this month. Uh, that's all I've got for DC, so whatever else you guys got in DC. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> of course, my usual looking at the statues on 145, or 147, got the next two offerings in the Teen Titans um, the new Teen Titans statue with Beast Boy and Cyborg, and they look, they look pretty nice. Especially the Beast Boy got the, got him kind of transforming into a tiger, you know, green tiger, of course. Um, there and those are pretty nice. Again, I do like the energy effect coming off of the Cyborg's hand. Yeah, looks pretty too, good. I'm assuming hand. that's going to be like transparent, you know. Yeah, I think translucent. so. It looks pretty cool. A um, couple of pages past that, it's 149, which when I first saw the pictures of these, I thought this was going to be three separate statues, kind of yeah. like they're doing with the, the Teen Titans thing. But it's one large statue, apparently, of Trinity, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, pretty hefty price tag yeah. of $395. Um, and to tell you the truth, I would usually be all about this, even at that price point, but the only one that really likes Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't really care for the Superman face. No. And the Batman, and the it doesn't look like his head, head sits right on the statue, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's a pass for me as much as I would like to get it. 
but I just yeah, and it's based on design by Jason Fabok, and I really like his art. Mm-hmm. You know, he's done some good stuff in the Batman books and things. It's right. like I don't know if they just couldn't translate his style that well into three dimensions or right what, but, but yeah, it's a little lackluster entry. Yeah, so for that price, I think I'm gonna have to pass. Yeah. Well, right after that on 150, we have an artist who I thought for sure would be difficult to translate into 3D is Kenneth Rockfort. And we have a Red Hood statue designed by him, which looks really nice. Um, mm-hmm. I saw some video from Toy Fair where they're kind of showing more of the statue. If it actually has the scuffs and the kind of shading it has on here, this is going to be a really nice piece. Huh. I mean, that's how it looks in the stat in the picture here. It's got a very uh, sort of metallic helmet he's wearing. Uh, this looks like a really nice piece. Uh, if you like Red Hood, I would definitely recommend picking this one up. Was the was the Brian Ballin Joker statue listed before? Um, I think that was this is the mini one. I think yeah, maybe the larger I, okay, scale. Yeah, okay, that was right. from yeah. before. Yep, exactly. I think this kind of goes along with that mini Batman they just did too. Yeah, we were talking which about which they didn't do the full size version. Yeah, <laughs> and just above that, uh, Joker statue they're just talking about it's their latest edition of the uh, Harley Quinn's ever ongoing black, red, white, and black statue line. Um, another, this one's uh, based on design by Philip Tan. Looks nice, you know. Again, for all you Harley completists. Here's yet another one, you know, and the price point I think on those is about $80. So for a one-tenth scale statue, so decent, not bad. Um, page following that is the second in their DC Core PVC statues, which are their affordable. Last week, last month, they did the Joker. Uh, this month's Batman. It's a really nice-looking piece, and I think retail on those are 50 you know. So we usually discount those here at Campus Comics by about, you know, 20%. You know, so we're looking at probably 40 bucks plus tax for that. So it's a real nice looking Batman. Um, yeah, it's all you on DC. So okay, all right. <laughs> Page think. 154. Am I mistaken, Dan? Is this the first time we've gotten comic versions, Watchmen action figures? Uh, from DC, it is. Mattel okay. has done some through their, I believe it's called Black Freighter Club. That okay. was their online store, and they had comic accurate versions of the original Watchmen characters on there. Oh, okay. I think these specifically are based on the Doomsday Clock stories. Right. Well, because Mime and uh, Marionette are specifically Doomsday Clock. Characters. characters yeah yeah i was mostly just looking at the new offerings up there, or and the they're not in offering. the same set yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's, yeah, that weird? that's definitely how they get you oh. uh-huh <laughs> sure okay but that's it for me on dc idw yeah all right you want to get y'all go ahead you're, <laughs> yeah. most, you're, you're a bigger star yeah. trek fan than i am so uh so this is probably one of my favorite mini series of last year for sure was the uh, star trek next generation uh, mirror broken we have a sequel to that called Through the Mirror, which is the next in the uh, weekly mini series for May we'll talk about. Uh, it's a sequel to that story where it looks like the Mirror Mirror universe versions of the uh, Next Generation crew meet the regular versions of the Enterprise crew that we all know. Um, I, I think this might be a different writer, I'm not sure, but um, I'm really looking forward to this series. Uh, this is like a must-buy for me. I will definitely get these. Nice thing is, it's weekly, so you assume this is all done, ready to go. There were some delays with the previous miniseries that you know won't be happening here, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that one. A <laughs> uh, couple pages after that, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends number one. Uh, I've heard people call these like the Lost Tales and things like that before. It's the Image book. It's oh, a series really? they did at Image. I don't know why people think it's been missing or lost or something it just hasn't been reprinted i assume uh, it's not like it's some secret thing 
the only other thing I have in IDW is the uh, Mike Alred's Madman Artist Select, uh, which is a kind of big collection of a selection of uh, Madman stories that I guess Mike Alred has made. Um, I have all these. I have a nice big hardcover of you know everything Madman up to a point. I mean, it's, you know, I believe they're all signed in a nice slipcase, but for $125, I'm like, that's probably a pass right. for yeah. me. If this were all new stuff or had some new content in it, I might mm-hmm. pick it up. But then you would be the sucker who would buy it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think I'll be doing that. Gotcha. Page 193, we got a new, uh, I, I'm assuming, original John Byrne uh, story, John Byrne's Stowaway to the Stars, number one special edition. Uh, this is full uh, full page um, artwork with just uh, supporting text, so it's a little different format. But, almost uh, like a storybook kind of almost thing. Almost like you a storybook oh, type of a thing. Very so cool. just uh, something a little bit different. It's 48 pages, so I don't know if it's the start of a series or, or just a one shot. I'm not for sure about that. Yeah. But do uh, get full page John Byrne art, so that's, that's pretty cool. It's not terrible. Yeah, probably in conjunction with that, a couple pages back, we've mm-hmm. got the John Byrne X Men Artifact Edition, which you know shows some of his original artwork from his run on X Men. Uh, IDW? I can't remember the scenario, but someone just asked me who John Byrne was the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> like, are you reading comics? <laughs> to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, still in IDW, on uh, 197, we have Joe Jesco's Marvel Masterpieces. And I believe this is like a complete set of the artwork he did for a Marvel Masterpiece trading card set, but it says it's from 2016. It's like really? he did a lot of Marvel's cards back in the 90s that yeah. are pretty nice. So I would kind of like to see a collection of that. I don't know if that's something they've done or huh. maybe they'll do later. Yeah, But like, like why a, do the 2016 yeah, the when there are some really nice old older ones? ones yeah. I know. I mean, well, maybe, because the maybe 90s cards, they're like millions of them that nobody wants anymore. So right. the 2016 series, <laughs> yeah, the 2016 yeah. series, I, I've actually heard people say it, they can't find that series. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So huh. at least for an affordable price. Right. So okay, well, maybe that's that may the be the reason why. Okay, that makes sense. I would, I would definitely buy a hardcover of the old stuff, though, too, kind of checking that out. Image? Yep. 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 I have nothing in image this time. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to talk about the next <laughs> weekly mini series in go. May. Right. It's Barrier. Oh, yeah. By Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin. Um, now, there is, I believe, issue one is also their free comic book day offering. So you can pick that up or you can buy it for $4.99. Your call. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they. it does look like they will have the uh, all five issues out in May. So if you want to read the entire story that way, you can do that. Was this a digital first thing? I think something? it was. Yeah. They also did a book called Private Eye that was really good, too. Gotcha. Like that. And so I think this was another thing they did. Right. Uh, I'm not sure about the format. It looks kind of widescreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how that will actually be once it's in your hand, but we'll see. Right. I think it's going to have a side staple. I thought I heard say they were going to side staple that. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But I don't don't know that for sure. Right. So So there's no number ones for you this month? Not even Death or Glory? No, none of them. It's on the cover of the catalog. Yeah, none of them look that good to me. You don't want flavor number one? No, I'm going to pass on flavor number one. (laughs) I'm going to pass on Death or Glory number one. I can't believe that you're going to pass on Medieval Spawn Witchblade number one. Yeah, I know. It's 1996 up in here. Yeah, there's a lot of 1990s in this catalog. So, but yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Somebody in image is getting a little nostalgic i mm-hmm. think yeah 
a lot of new trades. Oh, well, there's a bonehead trade, which I think we talked about when the first issue yep. was listed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I never did pick it up though. I haven't and haven't read it yet. Yeah, so. let me know how that is. I might go back and get that. <laughs> So it's another one of those first issues that I yeah I didn't do any good on. So <laughs> I can yeah. mention on the you know two oh eight there's like an all star talent wise anthology uh, trade paperback to benefit you know the vic- any victims of the Las Vegas shooting you know so and it's just I don't know I don't know you know maybe not something I'd be picking up you know but it's just kind of nice to do that. Well, there. I mean the thing is though too how you know. The way I kind of look at it is, how much money do I spend on comic books? Right. Maybe some of that can go towards a good cause. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, so there's that. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of my impetus for picking up some of those books. And again, I don't know how much money actually goes where it needs to, but right. that's, you know, Your heart's can't really right. control that. Yep. Uh, we've got another issue of Moonshine. I only mentioned it because I really like this book, and I'm glad it's <laughs> coming out again on a regular basis. That's yeah, just a fun... Werewolf, Werewolf bootleggers. bootleggers. <laughs> uh, and we've got the third issue of Oblivion Song by Kirkman, and the first one just came out last yes, week, right yeah. as we were recording. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sold out too. Sold out of that end. Gideon Falls number one too. So hopefully people are liking it. Uh, I think that's it for me with the image. Yeah, I think so too for me. So Marvel, just like it. Okay. So were you liking Legacy, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, were you I was, I was, li- I was liking it. <laughs> right. I uh, knew it. We don't. We knew it wouldn't last. Oh yeah, so, for sure. I mean, I mean, not lasting is one thing. Being so short is yeah, kind of um, surprising. Yeah. Especially, I mean, that was really the first. Just for this store, for our store, that was the first uptick in Marvel sales I'd seen really? in a long time. Was these Legacy titles that you know some of. Our customers seem to be pretty interested in them, of course, you know, so yeah, I just it's keep, done. I just keep hearing what a poor year Marvel had last year, and that's really kind of the impetus behind this. It, but I'm like, man, I was buying it, and I don't buy much of Marvel to begin with, right? you know, so I don't know mm-hmm. how that works out, you know, bigger picture, but, but we it, are getting a fresh start fresh for start, Marvel, start, and I can't yeah. believe that's actually what they're calling it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sounds like laundry detergent, Marvel laundry detergent yeah. or something. So, yeah, so on page, what, two of the Marvel catalog, we have another Avengers number one with Ooh. the team of Jason Aaron and Ed McGinnis, and they lose me by putting Deadpool on the cover of an Avengers comic book. So Is I'm, that the I'm, main or is that a variant? I You know, I don't know. It's, it's a, a party, party variant. Party variant. Okay. Woo, party. Uh, party, yeah. So, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, I like Jason Aaron. I like I, Jason Aaron a lot, too. I, so. haven't, I haven't read everything he's done, but everything I have read I've liked. I like Ed McGinnis. I'll probably at least pick up this first issue. Yeah, and it does Celestials it does have the Celestials yeah. in it. Uh, so, so that's yeah. uh, something. As long as they don't turn Ego into a Celestial in the comics, too, then we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and this is though the only Avengers book, right? In Fresh Start, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember seeing any others. Now, so that fresh start with the fresh start with all those new creative teams on page eight, we have Black Panther number one with the same, same writer. Right <laughs> but that's new okay. Team. But again, that's okay. Daniel yeah. Acuna drawing, right? Yeah. So they have a new, new well, a new artist. So, but uh, I really like his work. Six issues, maybe before he's off this book, he's got a digital style that seems to probably take a while to gotcha. get done. Uh, I don't see him being on this book a year for sure. I'm not super familiar yeah. with him, so I don't yeah. know what his history is like on that. But uh, now, I've, looking at this cover though for Black Panther number one, it looks exactly like one of the other the Brian Black Panther number one. They're definitely, definitely like, referencing that. Yeah, it's yeah. almost the exact same. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, so. and I don't think I don't think that's a 
oversight on anyone's part. I'm pretty mm. sure that's intentional. <laughs> uh, like indicating it's different, but not all that different. Not yeah. all that different, yes. Um, there's a new Venom number one coming out. The only thing that kind of caught my eye on this was a remastered variant cover by Todd McFarlane mm-hmm. variant that they're doing. So I don't think Todd McFarlane's coming back to draw a Venom no. cover, but they've got some art of his they own. So that they will be redoing. Yeah, and I didn't realize that uh, Flash Thompson was no longer in the Have the Venom symbiote. Yeah, so no. that's that's changed. Yeah, it was Eddie Brock in Legacy too. Okay. So I'm not sure how far back that goes right now. Actually, Flash Thompson, I read this new issue of Amazing Spider-Man, the start of Dan Slott's uh, Go Down Swing story, and Flash Thompson is anti-Venom apparently. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, gotcha. like the white, you know, sort yeah. of reverse color Venom. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking so about. So I don't know when that happened, but I'm just like, oh, look at that. Huh. Darn. <laughs> So, page um, page 20, speaking of 90s nostalgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have Infinity Countdown, Dark Hawk. Because you oh, yeah. demanded it. You demanded right. it. Do you so. know I've actually had, there's been one guy that's come in three times asking when this is going to start. Really? Specifically the Dark Hawk. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, there was the there was the uh, one shot they did as part of Legacy uh-huh. for Dark Hawk where it's, you know, they did like Silver Sable, Sable and Not Brand X and those books mm-hmm. that were kind of testing the waters. Right. So maybe they got a positive maybe response well. to the Dark Hawk. Book. Gotcha. And there is a variant cover by Ron Lim, who we were oh, talking yeah. about last time. Yeah. So there's he's doing a lot of variant covers. So, um, so in a couple of years, we'll all, I'll be going to the theater to see Dark, Dark Hawk, Hawk movie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, just give him time. Page uh, 29. Yeah. So we've got issue 800 of Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So we're not rebooting the numbering when we get these big 100 issues. Right. So we'll notice that we've got like what I got. I made a list of like all the hundreds. So we got like Deadpool 300. We got Iron Man 600. Yeah. And then I'm sure that the legacy or the new numbering will go back to the legacy numbering when we start hitting issue 900 oh, of Amazing sure. Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so. we all know real world that. Legacy was so they could do these numbers. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that was the whole point, to hit these milestone issues. You know, some of these are immediately going back back to a new number one afterwards. Mm -hmm. So. Because that makes it easy to keep them sorted in long boxes. Yeah. Well, that was in the article you know, posted. You yeah. Know, about it, just like that was a quote directly from that article is that ultimately we do not want our numbering to be confusing to readers. Right. So too late. But again, that this, ship this has is sailed. but Spider-Man. This is also the end of Dan Slott's run. Right, He's right. been on for quite a while. A couple hundred, over a couple hundred issues, would, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, because like wasn't the the death of like issue six hundred? Yeah. The, they did yeah. well. Yeah, I think it was issue six hundred, or was it seven? Seven hundred was the superior was, Spider-Man stuff, but six hundred right. I think was still a Doctor Octopus fight that I want to say was Dan Slott okay. still huh. back then, uh, and I know he'd been on there before then. So yeah, maybe like two hundred fifty issues or something wow. like that. Yeah, especially if you count like because like didn't he do like Superior Foes of Spider-Man too? That was Nick Spencer. That was right. That was Nick Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's that's slot. that's something I'm kind of excited about. With Fresh start is Nick Spencer is taking over Spider Man, mm-hmm. and he did write the Superior Foes series I really liked, and then the uh, Ant Man stuff he did a couple years ago. So it, I mean, if you're bringing someone on to Spider Man, I'm you know I'm glad it's him. Uh, yeah, then we've got you know the Invincible Iron Man number six hundred, which will be Bendis's last yeah. right on there, I think. And Venice on Iron Man's been really, really good. So yeah. I like that Alex Ross variant. Mm-hmm. That sort of old school Iron Man tearing yeah. through the wall. Mm-hmm. Little shell head. Yeah. On uh, thirty nine, we've got You Are Deadpool, uh, five issue miniseries. Um, 
Is this like a choose-your-own-adventure Deadpool story? <laughs> That's kind of what it sounds like in the uh, description. I saw Deadpool turn the page. You so. love it. <laughs> and you know it. Yeah. So, oh, and it is one through five of five. So another five, five issues, issues. mini series in May. Well, Everybody's doing it. Page, uh, page 42, or you got something before there? Uh, just 41 oh, is yeah. Captain America 701. Uh, Mark Wade's st- sticking around right now. Chris Omni is gone. Oh, okay. So I will be reading that, but again, when Wade leaves, I'll probably be dropping the book. He, Somni didn't stay on that very long, so you know, six was there, months. Was, was there a, was it even that long? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like it, six, was, it was it was six issues, I think. Okay. But that was what their run was originally just supposed to be. Oh, okay. And so I think. Oh, Wade, did they pre-announce that? I, I believe kept, so. Oh, okay. I don't know how upfront they were about it, but that sounds like that was always kind of their deal. And then Wade's staying on a little longer now. Page 42 and 43, so we have a S.H.I.E.L.D. miniseries. Now, this is the like kind of like the prehistory of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, written by Jonathan Hickman and Dustin Weaver. They actually did a couple of uh, limited series on this. I didn't realize that there was the second series never, ever was finished. Oh, really? So uh, apparently it was originally came out in, like, 2011. So issues 5 and 6 are being released. Oh, I see. Um, seven years later to actually finally finish this story and they're soliciting both issues uh, for this for this uh in this previous catalog and you can get a uh, rebirth number one edition of the first four issues because you may not still have those or had given up on this story ever being finished (laughs) which is one reason why it's sometimes good to wait for the trade (laughs) so is this that longer gap that you were yes that's a seven (laughs) seven year gap between issues four and five i'm still waiting on tick 13 so (laughs) (laughs) well they started renumbering tick they started tick over at number one again so i don't have anything till 73 uh, on 59, we've got Marvel 2-in-1, number 6. Again, another book I really liked in Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, who I think they just announced today is going Marvel exclusive. I don't know what that means for his indie books. But mm-hmm. uh, they're saying that this is the fate of the four revealed at last. Gotcha. So I would assume this is either going to be the return of the Fantastic Four or something leading up to that. I think in the one that just hit the shelves today, we see Johnny and Ben in new FF uniforms. Yeah. You know, just so hopefully we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, on uh, 66, I just wanted to mention, they've got the uh, last issue of the Lockjaw miniseries. Uh, so far, you know, Wheel of Time, only the first issue has come out, and I picked that up, and I really liked it. It was just kind of a fun, huh. you know, not attached to anything else kind of story, just about Lockjaw, you know, the dog from the Inhumans. Right. And uh, kind of teaming up with D-Man. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like, 73 is where I'm at, so... Oh, on a... Well, 68, 69, we've got uh, X-Men Red Annual Number 1. The only thing that kind of caught my eye about this was there is the cover by Travis Charest, who is a good artist, another good artist. He used to do a lot of stuff. I haven't seen too much from him lately, and I think this is just a black-and-white version of his cover, but I expect that to look pretty good when it's actually finished. I just say not final art. Yeah. So 73 have an issue number 3 of Exiles, which... 
I think this is not, I'm pretty sure this is not part of any Marvel continuity. I think it's based on a video game. But what caught my eye is we have Agent Peggy Carter as Captain America uh, <laughs> holding the shield. So that was uh, kind of nifty that the Agent Carter series I really, really enjoyed. And especially that um, little short they had on the back of one of the Iron Man DVDs was just like really, really good. So I've enjoyed that series. So, uh, so I thought it was interesting to see Peggy Carter as Captain America. Uh, right after that, on seventy four, seventy five, we have this month's True Believers books, which are all Wolverine themed. It looks like yeah. uh, they're not that great, really. Other than the Kitty Pride and Wolverine issue number one, most of these books I don't think are anything particularly special. What am I missing? Uh, well, the Wolverine versus Sabretooth number one, which I believe is issue ten of the, his regular mm-hmm. monthly book. That was a book when I was young that everybody wanted. I think it was like Sabretooth calls him son in that or something. And this is back uh, before there was anything known about their origins. It's like, oh, Sabretooth is his dad. <laughs> it says in that issue, you know, and it's just, he's just referring to him as son, not necessarily yes. maybe calling him his biological mm-hmm. father, you know, that kind of thing. but Or just throwing him for a loop. But I just remember that issue was one back in the day everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a little pricier now. Uh, we've also got a uh, Marvel Comics Presents reprint with a nice Sam Keith super hairy Wolverine cover, yeah. <laughs> that he used to do back in the day. The Fatal Attractions one, that's where he has his uh, adamantium ripped out, if I remember right. Yeah. So. Which you think would kill somebody, but you know. He but he's got healing factor. Yeah. Oh, there's also <laughs> the, uh, I guess they're calling it Wolverine Evolution number one. I believe that's the story where Sabretooth dies a few years ago. Page 77, uh, X-Men Wedding Special number one. Again, for those of you who were late 80s, 90s, yeah. the Colossus and Kitty Pride romance was kind of a on-again, off-again, big deal thing. So apparently they are uh, going to hitch the two of them. And this is something I think many years ago would have been like the cover of the Marvel magazine. And now it's relegated yeah. to page 77 mm-hmm. because it's been so long in coming. So, and Chris Claremont apparently is going to be back for part of that story. So Yeah, and it's a nice J. Scott Campbell cover. Um, if you were marrying someone who could just phase through you like that, would you be cool with that? Or would that get kind of <laughs> annoying after a while? You're like, just walk, just walk around. Act like yeah. I'm not even here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't even see me. I'm 107 is where I'm at in Marvel. Well, in 88... In the Star Wars section, we have Star Wars Tag and Bink were here, number one. <laughs> this is a reprint of the Tag and Bink comics that Dark Horse did originally, written by Kevin Rubio. Uh, these were fun, just basically out-of-continuity stories with two characters that kind of wind their way through the Star Wars universe. Anytime there's, like, two random stormtroopers standing somewhere or two random characters here and there, it's meant to be them. Uh, they were just really fun stories. There's been references where people think that Tag and Bink are in Force Awakens and that they are the two stormtroopers who back up after Kylo Ren has a breakdown. Uh, I believe there's also a storyline in here where they get the plans for the Death Star and their friend Manny Bothans dies trying to get those plans. So that's kind of the tone they're going for here with these books. I heard they are supposed to actually be in Solo, in the Solo film. Oh, really? So that's probably why they're reprinting that here. Uh, In some of the Marvel Select stuff, we've got a uh, Hulk, Gladiator Hulk Ragnarok uh, figure, which I don't remember seeing before, but it looks like a nice figure here Mm -hmm. that they're resoliciting. Probably still in stock. Well, there's one of those Marvel Gallery figures of your favorite there. 
Oh yeah, Scott, yeah. Deadpool yeah. right it's there. It's only forty five dollars. You yeah, can get a couple. Forty five bucks, and he's wearing pink bunny slippers on top of a trashed taco truck. So. Yeah, see, they just it just screams Scott Reese. Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't buy this. <laughs> don't buy this. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, page one hundred, uh, some more good news. It looks like we've got several Fantastic Four reprints coming out. Mm-hmm. Which you think would lead into a new book? Yeah, wonder why. Uh, there's you know the new omnibus, new version of Omnibus Number One, which is like the first thirty issues in annual Fantastic Four, which those are great stories. Mm-hmm. I've got the older version of that; it's really good to read. And then there's a John Byrne Omnibus, mm-hmm. and then a Fantastic Four Behold Galactus hardcover, which looks like it's by its various Galactus stories. I would mm-hmm. assume. Uh, we've got the X-Men, The Wedding of Cyclops and Phoenix hardcover, which I assume is coming out to coincide with the Kitty Pride Colossus wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the trade that I've been dreading for a while on page 107, Mighty Thor Volume 5, Death of the Mighty Thor. So I'll finally get around to reading that story, figuring out what uh, how it all ended for Jane Foster. So that's listed this month on page 108. Eight, you have the Marvel Masterworks Kill Raven, which may possibly be the worst costume in all of comic books. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I, yeah. I mean, I feel like the stars kind of tied together. You think so? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It is. I can't remember. Was this before that Sean Connery movie? Oh, that's Zardoz. exactly what I was thinking. Zardoz. Yeah. Was that before? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, right after that, on 109, we have uh, Marvel Masterworks. Fantastic Four Volume 20. I assume that's a new one and not a resolicit. I don't really follow the Marvel Masterworks that close, so mm-hmm. I'd assume that this is the first time we're getting 20, which, you know, again, should tie into the whole we're getting new Fantastic Four stuff. I That almost... Because I thought they, on the Marvel Masterworks, like, they weren't, like, it wasn't Fantastic Four sequential. I mean, like, number one was Fantastic Four, number two yeah, was... Yeah, that's the way it used to be. I don't yeah. know if Maybe they've changed, changed it, yeah. so... I've got like the, the first, I don't know, half dozen of the Marvel Masterworks, but I don't know mm-hmm. for sure on that. Uh, on 112, 113, we've got some Ant-Man collections coming out to coincide with the new movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we've got the Astonishing Ant-Man Complete Collection, which was uh, the Nick Spencer run on there. So those are some really good stories in that. Fun stuff to check out. 115, have the Captain America by Wade Insomni mm-hmm. trade, uh, Home of the Braves. So that's solicited this month. Yeah, and so that'll be Somni's entire run, run this time yeah. with Wade. Uh, next page after that, we have a bunch of Avengers uh, backlist books, a lot of Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War stuff mm-hmm. to get you set up for the movie. Well, okay, so this is March coming out. This, these are so books coming out in May, May so, so out after, after, the movie. after the movie. So then you can go back and say, that's wrong. Yeah, so a little bit behind. I think they'd have that out the month before. Well, this is well, backlist, day, though, so yeah, these, these days yeah, that's true. Are yeah. before. So these should yeah, go I got on sale 328, on sale 44. Okay. Yeah, so they are getting them out before. Oh, okay, yep. I see that now. So yeah, some of these are on sale now. It looks like like the Infinity Gauntlet trade yeah. they keep yep. in stock and Infinity, Infinity War. War. And if you hadn't heard, they moved the release date up for uh. Infinity War by a week, which is a shame because it's always nice to have the Marvel movie the same weekend as Free Comic Book mm-hmm. Day. Yes. But it is up a week to and match really, the international release. That really messes with my plans. If you think Marvel <laughs> would have considered that, yes. <laughs> with making their decisions. Page, page one nineteen. Punisher has been pretty good, and but I don't know what I think about Punisher in the War Machine mm-hmm. costume. I haven't read this yet, so I'll be picking that up, Trey, just to see see what's that like, what that is like. So, I don't again, I don't think I care for the premise, but who knows? Maybe it'll be good. So, 
129, we have a Deadpool backlist for getting people ready for the that movie when it comes out. Like, well, I guess three weeks now after Avengers, isn't it? It's like around middle of May, I believe. I don't remember. It's when Deadpool I 2 comes out. Right. It was two weeks after it. And I think yeah, so now month. I think it's three. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming you have your ticket, though. Scott. <laughs> believe I, I okay. Believe it or not, I actually enjoyed the first Deadpool movie, and I'm probably going to see the second Deadpool right. movie. Uh-huh. But uh, I just don't care for the character in the comics. He's right. out doing his own thing. That's all right. But uh, I'm not a big fan of him in the comics. Yeah. So it looks like there's some Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, some Cable, and some Domino stuff. Back on 126, we've got Invincible Iron Man, Iron Heart Volume Two, Brian Michael Bendis. Near the end of that run, uh, writing Iron Man, pretty good stories. Has uh, all been pretty good. On 134, we've got the Silver Surfer Epic Collection Thanos Quest. Uh, I think this is some uh, it is the Thanos Quest two-parter with some yep. Silver Surfer issues in there, mm-hmm. too. Uh, some of these we found out the other day are pretty pricey because we have some of them in here yep. if you want to come check them out. I actually sold them. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you could have yeah. checked them out the other day. Snooze you lose. <laughs> yeah. well, issue 34, if I remember right, is where Jim Starlin comes back to writing um, Silver Surfer. Ron Lim was already on it from like issue 15. So you got the Starlin, Ron Lim, uh, and then they bring, he. that's where Thanos comes back. I think issue 44, which is part of this collection, is where you get the first Infinity Gauntlet. So that's one reason why that books. And then the Thanos Quest 1 and 2 is where Thanos is gathering the gems uh, leading up to the first Infinity Gauntlet series. On 133, we've got the Marvel Graphic Comic Box uh, Fresh Start. So it can be a fresh start for all the books I'm probably not getting. <laughs> we'll not put in this box. Yeah, you can protect them. Uh, I've seen kind of a weird thing here. We've got on sale XXXXXXX. So I assume oh, wow. we don't know when that's coming out. I would assume it's May if it's in this catalog. Yeah. And Back on 136, Dakota North, which is kind of an odd uh, trade to be re-soliciting at, or to be soliciting at this point. Uh, Dakota North was used pretty effectively in, uh, was it uh, Brewbreaker's uh, Daredevil run? So I don't know if they have something planned for Dakota North here in hmm. the near future. So if that's, a, she's what, the fashion model turned private eye. Maybe, so, maybe that's the ne- next Netflix show. Who yeah. knows? It could, know. be, could be something like that. So uh, if you're interested in that character, she's got a trade this month. Uh, after that, we've got you know our monthly yes. selection of posters by Marvel. There's the you know, the Iron Man Alex Ross variant I pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice cover of that. Um, probably be a great poster. I'm I, disappointed the Marvel posters here aren't E, F, G, and H. They went back yes. to A, B, C, and D. Yeah. So it, so it definitely is not the idea of putting all the Marvel characters that start with the letter A. So we can scratch that. Unless you know those are resolicited from last oh, month. Maybe they right. canceled there you them. Go. <laughs> resolicited them all this month. That's all I got in Marvel. Okay. Yeah, Me too. All right. Uh, going back to the catalog. And it's the back of the book is very light for me this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, on page 262, we've got uh, Jupiter Jet Volume 1. Uh, the only thing that kind of stood out for me about this book is this is written by Jason Inman, who until about last week, I believe, was the co-host of the DC All Access YouTube show. Um, he mentions and that he has got a video on his own channel where he kind of talks about how he's no longer with DC in that capacity. And he does mention how he had other projects he wanted to work on. I'm wondering if this comic book he was producing was a conflict to them. Oh. I haven't heard. That's just speculation on my part, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, on 277. 
Real quick, I just saw Warren Ellis's name on 273 Shipwreck Volume 1 trade paperback, and the only reason I'm even mentioning this is because there's a Netflix series, um, uh, Castlevania, and a, there's a Warren Ellis that's credited. I'm assuming it's the same oh, yeah. Warren Ellis. So i just throw that out there. On 277, under Alternative Comics, there's uh, some collections of uh, Dirk ba- <laughs> Durf back Durf. <laughs> Stories and uh, we talked about him a few months ago, I think, because of the his My Friend Dahmer book that was being oh, turned yeah. into a movie. So here's some more uh, reprints of some of his work. Uh, I always liked his comic strip, The City, that he used to do. Uh, I don't have anything else again till boom. I don't have anything till three thirty six. Okay, so. well three twelve we have Lumberjanes hitting the milestone number fifty. Uh, so that's been a pretty solid indie book. It's been going on for a while now, so it's always good to see they, you know, last sometimes. Uh, 314, we have six-figure crowd crowdfunding, the No BS Guide to Running a Life-Changing Campaign. So if you want to learn more about how to uh, rate, you know, have a Kickstarter or crowdfunding campaign, that might help you out. Might be educational for some people. On... Uh, 318 we have uh wwe number 17 uh i've started picking wrestling that's right wrestling i start picking this up again they're doing a storyline now focusing on their uh women's revolution uh they've got some really good women wrestlers right now and so i definitely wanted to pick this book up to kind of read the storyline uh and i believe their next story will center around wrestlers kevin owens and Sami Zayn. And I believe they've got a video online right now where they're calling out the writers of this comic book for not including them sooner in the comic book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can check that out. Three three thirty six. We've got another issue. Well, we have a Sherlock Holmes: The Vanishing Man issue one, four issue uh, limited series from Dynamite. So fans of the detective should check this one out. Yeah, not a weekly mini series, but one I definitely want to pick up. Their previous Sherlock Holmes books they did a few years ago, I really liked. Uh, I'll definitely be picking this one up. Um, on 343, we've got uh, the James Bond Casino Royale hardcover. And they have a signed edition now and a signed and remarked edition. So if you just really love their Casino Royale hardcover, you can pick those up. I don't think I have anything else in comics. Okay, well, back on uh, page 358 under the Dynamic Forces... There's a Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man number 300, and it is a uh, comic sketch variant by Adam Hughes, and then a exclusive variant signed by Adam Hughes. What I think is interesting about this is Adam Hughes commented online about how this is his first Spider-Man cover that he's done, and he forgot to sign it when he <laughs> produced the art, so Marvel digitally went in and added his signature to the book. <laughs> So I assume he's literally signing this book for real this time. <laughs> you buy this. That's kind of funny. On uh, oh, on page three seventy eight, we have Trump's Titans, <laughs> Dark Donald's Mental, and so it looks like this is a sort <laughs> of on tr- metal satirical Trump book that is yeah riffing on the DC Metal storyline. <laughs> We have the main cover, and then we have the Donald who laughs, the Donald drowned, the Donald devastator, the Donald with no mercy, the orange death cover, the ratings machine, and the Don Don breaker. <laughs> okay. Will not be as good as Brock the Barbarian was, I'll tell you that right now. 
so I saw uh, Lou Ferrigno's pay, uh, picture on page 384, so convention goers might be interested yeah. in knowing that at Cape Comic Con, April 20th to the 22nd, I think are the dates, Lou Ferrigno's going to be there, and Reb Brown, yeah. Captain America. Dan's pretty psyched about I'm, Reb. I'm psyched to see Reb. <laughs> On uh, 401, we were talking about the Tick a little earlier. We have a collection of the Tick Big Blue Destiny, which was a good series they did. Um, this was, yeah, this is written by Eli Stone. He did some really good uh, Tick stuff there for a while. I think it's probably, you know, right behind Ben Edlund as far as Tick work goes. The, I didn't realize they released some more episodes of the, net, or the uh, yeah. Amazon Prime uh, series. So that's uh, out now. Oh, on page 416 under Quirk Books, we have Manfred the Man. And it looks like this is a graphic novel about where a world where uh, people and cats have kind of switched places. <laughs> so we have a tiny little man walking across a keyboard and a cat shoving him off of the keyboard to get work done. <laughs> so, oh, might be a fun little story there. Under uh, Self Made Hero on 421, we have the Communist Manifesto hardcover. Where Karl Marx's credit is as one of the writers. So if you want a graphic novel adaptation of the Communist Manifesto, they can hook you up. <laughs> Page uh, 435 from uh, Titan Comics. There's a Warhammer 40K. I know there's a lot of people who are fans of that. Uh, the Miniatures. So there's a new comic series, 4 issue limited series, based on, uh, based on Warhammer 40K. Oh, back on 406, we were talking about the 90s earlier. Here we have uh, Pizzasaurus Rex, which looks about as early 90s as you can get. <laughs> and I believe it's by one of the storyboard artists on uh, Archer. So uh, that might be a good book. Uh, page 439, also from Titan. This is, a, I believe these are resolicits on some... Um, on some books are, are just offered again, but Snowpiercer, I think they turned that into a movie, and it's actually Chris a pretty, Evans, yeah, Chris yeah. Evans actually a yeah. pretty solid movie. It's the movie's solid enough that I almost want to read some of these, so I'll see if I uh, actually pull the trigger on some of those. But uh, Snowpiercer one hardcover trade paperback, and then hardcovers of volumes two and three is is a, a being solicited in this catalog. Yeah, I've heard. I thought they were turning that into a TV show somewhere too. I heard they're supposed to be doing a Snowpiercer show. Was the book originally called something else? I have no idea. I, th so, I think yeah. it might have been, but I can't tell you I, what it is. The now. movie is what first, right. you know, in the first caught my eye. So uh, on 450 with Tokyo Pop, we've got uh, Nightmare Before Christmas: Zero's Journey. It looks like a manga Disney thing they're doing about uh, the ghost dog from Nightmare Before Christmas. So if you're a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, might want to check that out. On 456 under Tomorrow's, we have uh, Retro Fan Number One, and that was the magazine that Scott was referring to earlier with Lou Ferrigno on the cover. Oh, okay. Um, Tomorrow's does some really good books. You know, they do the Jack Kirby Collector back issue to Alter Ego. This looks maybe like more of a catch all kind of pop culture thing from them that they're starting up. Um, yeah, it looks like they're talking to Lou Ferrigno, and they've got some, you know, Marty Pasco looks like he's writing a column for him, and Andy Mangles and stuff, so. Probably be some cool old school stuff in there. Uh, Valiant. I don't think I've really got anything in here. I just yeah. think I saw the other day like some more people are jumping ship. It sounds like mm -hmm. from Valiant, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So probably not the best there. news for them. Nope. I would say uh, not. On 482 under Yen Press, you know, we have some more manga. One that caught my eye is: Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. I mean, that's the title of the book, but I feel like I can answer that right now. Maybe don't need to read the whole thing. Spoiler alert. 
after that, we have Star Wars Lost Stars, which looks like a uh, Star Wars manga book. I think it might be like a romance kind of story. Hmm. If you want some more romance in your Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for the comic section for me. Yeah, yeah, I've got nothing else. In the book book section, we have Peter Cooper Conversation soft cover, which uh, I believe it is interviews that Peter Cooper did earlier. Yeah, because it looks like he's talking to R. Crumb, Von Bode, William Gaines, Jack Kirby. So that might be an interesting book there. Um, on the next page, we have the Ten Cent War comic books propaganda in World War II. It looks like it's kind of taken look of uh, Golden Age comics through the lens of propaganda for the war. <laughs> uh, there definitely was some of that. Some of it was pretty overt. Is that a follow-up to that Ten Cent Plague? Did you ever read that? Those I are, did not. Yeah, it might be. It was really good because just with the Ten Cent in the title, that was really interesting. Uh, on 502, we have I Am Gandhi, a graphic biography by <laughs> Brad Meltzer and David Mack. I'm surprised this isn't in the comic book section, but, you know, it looks like it's just sort of a biography of Gandhi and his life by some, you know, talented creators. Yeah, page 514, if you are excited to see Superman back with the red shorts, you can also put that on a T-shirt. So they've got the Action Comics 1000 Jim Lee uh, T-shirt design. And then also on page 515, there's a very vintage uh, Batman. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, probably uh, probably being uh, said that it's what Bob Kane, but in actuality, it's probably like uh, Jer uh, Jerry uh, Robinson. Well, this right? might this might have still this been Bob. Kane, might still be Bob have, Kane. They have this yeah. listed as Doctor Death, so that might actually still be Bob Kane, Kane. at that point. There's also a cool uh, they call it Batmobile import, where it's sort of mm -hmm. like an old school Batmobile and sort of like Japanese, Japanese. looking text yeah, layout there. Uh, after that, we have uh, Dress for Success which looks like it's sort of a back catalog for a lot of different graffiti designs. Uh, there's some cool Batman and Superman shirts in here, BPRD and TV Flash and, you know, Star Labs. Uh, the Death of Superman commemorative, which is the Bloody S logo from yeah. back in the day, which I had a shirt that I bought in Metropolis, Illinois <laughs> back in the day. And whenever somebody asked me where I got it, they thought I was lying to them when I told them Metropolis. <laughs> Uh, right after that, we've got our sort of geek chic section. Uh, got a lot of Kingdom Hearts uh, cosplay stuff here. We've got a big uh, Keyblade replica. So if you're into Kingdom Hearts and cosplay, that might be for you. Uh, got some fun sort of pop culture shirts and caps and different things. There's a cool uh, Optimus Prime Transformer shirt with some Japanese text on it. Uh. Oh, on page 527, we've got uh, some merchandise for the Pacific Rim Uprising, which hasn't come out yet as we're uh, yeah, recording this, yep. but will in a couple weeks, with a figure of the Kaiju Hakuja vinyl figure, which, as I was just telling our old friend Tyler, who did our theme song uh -huh. the other day, this looks nothing like the Ghostbusters <laughs> Demon Dog, and I don't know why you would even bring that into why the conversation. Why would you bring it up? No. It's a completely nothing. different. This is a kaiju. It's a monster from so another... So it's much bigger. It's from another dimension. It's mm -hmm. not a crazy ghost dog. Right. <laughs> On 528, you know, continuing the DC Gallery Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, their $45 vinyl statues that are really nice and really affordable. And they're next in their ongoing uh, series of busts based on the Batman animated show. And this is the Phantasm Unmasked. So a couple of nice affordable pieces there for 
collectors on 542 speaking of actually ghostbusters we have the ghostbusters egon spangler proton pack legacy series replica scott it's yes. a bargain at two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> and ninety nine cents. I'll take yeah. two. So, so yeah, since yeah. they kept it under three grand, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> uh, next to that, we have the itty bitty Hellboy mini bus statue, which is uh, looks like it's Balthazar. based on the art of Ar- Art Balthazar mm-hmm. from the itty bitty Hellboy they did with him eating a to him giant pack of stack of pancakes. It looks like Pama cakes. Um, on oh, on page five seventy three, we have Gold Lightning GX three two R twenty four karat Gold Soul of Chogajin. <laughs> it's a uh, transformer that turns into a gold lighter. <laughs> Transformed into one. Too. So it's kind of okay. neat. I mean, it's not Transformer brand, but it is a gotcha. transforming robot. So there you go. On five seventy six, we have Nico Cafe figure mascot charm collection. Which is a bunch of cats on desserts. <laughs> on like a piece okay. of cheesecake and then some ice cream and some popcorn. And you're talking about this why? I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want I'd want a piece of cheesecake after a cat's been laying on it. I feel like that kind of ruins it. But if you want a little charm of that, make sure your order's in by March 29th. Gotcha. I'm just flashing back real quick, you know, past a statue here. 540 is Tweeterhead's... Uh, Martian Manhunter, which, you know, is a really nice-looking piece, so we will be having that in there in the store. But, man, it looks really, really nice. I'm glad. Classic Martian Manhunter. Very cool. On 582, we have some DC merchandise. We have the Batman-inspired built-up backpack. Does that look familiar to you, Mike? Uh, Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> it's kind of what I haul my stuff around here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, right below that, we have the DC Rebirth Finders Keepers, mm-hmm. K-E-Y, mini vinyl keychain figures. And I guess you're supposed to hide your keys in these? I guess, or they're just key holders or something like Just you throw them in the base or oh, something. Oh, just a dish for your keys is what yeah. it looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. Use okay. a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not as cool as exactly. the Flash yeah. or Batman, mm-hmm. you know, keeping track of your keys. Guarding your keys for you. Yeah, we also have uh, some graphic, I guess we'll call them, uh, short boxes here too, where we have a uh, Harley Quinn which is kind of hard to tell from the picture, but I believe that's based on the art of Gilliam March. And then we have some Kingdom Come ones, which feature Alex Ross's covers on there. It looks really nice. Page 585, we have some Marvel high-gloss canvas prints, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Incredible Hulk. Very uh, minimalist look to them. I mean, you can just, like, like the Hulk is literally a green page with a block of white for his teeth and a black hair. (laughs) So there's not a whole lot to them, but uh, they're kind of nifty looking. Yeah, there's also some nice uh, short boxes on here, too. We have a Captain America based on the art of Adi Granov. And then there's a uh, X-Men Teams. It's all new X-Men yeah. 1 uh, issue. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, here, here it is. Go ahead. I want to hear about Mystery Science Theater <laughs> 3000. Uh, you're going to hear about and it. I, and I talked about uh, ROM a lot. <laughs> well, people like this. Oh! <laughs> this is relevant. Stop recording, stop recording. Uh, yeah, we have a uh, Crow, T-Robot, and Tom Servo uh, pins. These are based on sort of the uh, Funko Pop versions they did a few months ago. Yeah. And speaking of ROM, because ROM and Micronauts I don't think have been in the last couple of catalogs mm-hmm. now, so I guess those series are done at IDW. So. Oh, there was, what was that? There was something else in the merchandise I thought was odd. Oh, yeah, so on page 590 we have Assassin's Creed bladed gauntlet costume props. 
And I believe this is the mechanism they have in the games where it's a gauntlet where a knife pops out. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've had things like this before. This seems questionable. This ah. seems like cosplay that'll get you shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not careful. Uh, huh. uh, the last thing I had in the catalog was Hero Clicks. Go ahead. Uh, I haven't played for a few years, but they've got uh, a series of Batman the Animated Series Hero mm-hmm. Clicks coming out. If I were still playing, I would definitely get these. I don't know how much demand there is anymore for this kind of thing, but I'm surprised they're making it. Yeah, well, it's it's a cool license for them to have and a yeah. cool series for them to, to put into figures, so I, it probably will do pretty well. I feel like it's something should have come out maybe last year during the 25th anniversary yeah. or something like it. The timing just seems odd to me. I'm not surprised they're making it, but why now? Yeah. It's the, kind of the thing. WizKids has always been weird about when they get stuff out. You know, it's just yeah. it doesn't it doesn't always make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> um, on page uh, 596, for people who do enjoy the Dark Souls video game, they actually have a Dark Souls card game and a Dark Souls board game. I think that was it for me in this I'm, catalog. I'm, I'm done, done as well. So that do it, gentlemen? That does it. So. All right. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us again on our monthly trip through the previews catalog. Um, again, I'm this is Mike No, owner-operator here at Campus Comics. Come in and see us at 816B East Main Street in Carbondale, Illinois. Give us a call at 618-457-6011. Um, store hours here are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 6. I sound very unsure of my hours, don't I? <laughs> but uh, there's that. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, give us a message just there if you need anything. Just come in and see us. Thanks. Uh, Scott Reed, burgcomics.com. Um, I will also be set up at the Dyersburg Pop Comic Pop Culture and Comic Convention in Dyersburg, Tennessee, the weekend of uh, March uh, 17th. Uh, whatever that Saturday is that month. And then in April, I'll be at Cape Comic Con, which is April 20th through the 22nd. I think Campus yes, Comics Campus will, be there, will well. be there as well. So you can yep. come talk to Mike or myself. And uh, we'd love it if you stopped in and said, hey, I'm listening to the podcast. It'd be nice to get a little feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, it would. As Dan Brown, I'm online on uh, Twitter, DeviantArt, and WordPress at Detective651. I will also be at the Cape Comic Con, but buying stuff. <laughs> but right. always feel free to say hi, because I'm sure you recognize me from the podcast. <laughs> yes. All right. So what, what's the date on your show? Uh, okay, my show is August 18th. So okay, yeah, August so, 18th. So we August, got a August, Saturday. Got, got yeah, we got yeah. a few months before but that one. Might so. as well let people know about yeah. it now. So yeah, so, uh, so the events on Facebook. If you are uh, interested in attending, please mark yourself as interested. We're going to start having some uh, giveaways on the event page for people who are marked as going. So some convention gift certificates, some uh, books. Our special guest is going to be Don Kramer. Um, he's going to be there. So I'll be giving away some comics that you can have signed. I was able to get those from the back stock here at Campus Comics, so uh, which was <laughs> which was nice. So picked up some books there not too long ago. Uh, well, I guess that'll... I guess that'll do it for this month. Thank you, gentlemen. And don't wait till next month to listen to us again. Just come on and come on in and stop and stop in and chat and check out what we got here. All right. Thanks again, everybody.